Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving, and yes, it is freezing out here. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and we are live uh, near Brockport, New York. I, I don't even know the name of the town we're in, but we're near Brockport, New York. Uh, we are on the field here uh, in Webster, New York, actually, um, and we just got done with a baseball game, just got done uh, watching the Syracuse baseball team, the club team play, the club team from Brockport. And the reason we're here is uh, my nephew, Chris Carbonero, is a senior at Syracuse. And um, we wanted to make time to come and see him. So we're going to have a conversation here with Chris in a minute. And um, it's Sunday of Columbus Day weekend. It is probably 40 degrees. It feels like it's 30. And Chris just caught nine innings here in uh, Webster, New York. Uh, but welcome to the program, everyone, and uh, excited to to have Chris on today. So I always do prep work, getting ready for each and every show. And, um, you know, what do I want to talk about? I try to uh, have it around my guest, have the concept built around my guest. And uh, I heard a great song by Brothers Osborne, and that's what was playing when we opened the show here. While You Still Can is the name of that song. And that song uh, really hit home, right? I, I've been meaning to come see Chris for the last couple of years on his club team playing uh, baseball. And, uh, you know, life gets in the way. Life is busy. Um, but we made it a priority and we made it here. And, and I was happy to be able to come while we still can, right? While Chris is still a senior, while I'm able to come here and he was on the team. And um, we want to do those things while you still can. So that's the opening concept right? Things are happening in your life. Hi, Claire. You can come wave hello real quick. Claire Murata just brought us something to drink and she ran away. Um, but life goes quick, right? Life happens and do the things while you still can. And I'm going to ask Chris about that, right? He's on the club team at Syracuse. Uh, he played high school baseball and it would have been real easy for him to just say, yeah, you know what? Syracuse doesn't have a real baseball team or a, you know, a varsity baseball team and I'll just pack it in and but he wanted to keep playing, and, and while he still can, he, he made it a priority for him uh, to be able to play. Um, live in moments like they're your last, right? Uh, a player for Brockport, it must have been his last game, and uh, they pulled him out of the game with one out, or two outs in the ninth and uh, got a standing ovation, and, you know, that's it for him, right? His career is over. So 
do the things that you want to do in your life while you still can. Uh, and that's a great song um, by Brothers Osborne, and we'll get that back uh, on the uh, uh, at the end of the show. So um, if you have, oh, a lot of wind here. We're live. Uh, but if you have if you're having a problem with someone, right? Uh, if there's things that are going bad in your life, uh, you know, make amends with that person. Uh, take the moments with with your family. Again, another reason I wanted to come up here to upstate New York. Uh, we're going to spend the weekend. We're going to take Chris out to eat and um, spend some time with the kids. And uh, we left at six something this morning. But the kids are little, right? My kids are 12, 10, and eight. And, uh, you know, while they're still young and while, while we still can do these things together as a family. And, uh, you know, Chris is graduating here at Syracuse soon and, uh, you know, life will move on. His, uh, his other cousin, Missy, is watching the program live. Missy just graduated uh, Sacred Heart University last year and it went fast. So that's the opening concept. Take advantage of these things in your life while you still can. Uh, because as my dad used to say, life, life goes quickly. Uh, I see Harry Grimes is watching live in Florida. Hey, Uncle Harry. Um, so that's the opening concept. Let's bring in Chris Carbonero here and uh, uh, get him on the show. Chris, come on in. Let's make sure we can see you. There he is with his Syracuse hat. Let's get this here, Chris. We'll put this in between us. All right. How's that? All right. Can you see yourself? Yeah. There you are. Good. Pull in a little more. This is Chris Carbonero, everyone. Welcome to the program, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for being out here. I don't know how you're not freezing. I just played nine innings. That's <laughs> yeah, why. You know? uh, this is my nephew, Chris, and Chris is a senior uh, at Syracuse University. And um, Chris, you heard what I had to say about the opening concept, right? Uh, playing club baseball, you're driving here with your friends. Uh, there was maybe 50 people here today. There was no big, big rah-rah, uh, but you wanted to continue playing baseball. Uh, you're at a big time college. What was it that, that made you want to continue playing? Well, I like, I never really, uh, really wanted to go play college baseball. If I was good enough, maybe I would have tried a little bit harder to like pursue a scholarship mm -hmm. or something in that, that realm. But I knew I didn't, I didn't know if I had the, the chops for that. And I, I kind of didn't want that to hold me down either. I wanted to go to a school that I, uh, that I really wanted. Um, that was big enough and that I felt at home with, regardless of if there was baseball involved. Obviously, I wanted to keep playing. Yeah. And when I got to Syracuse, I it, it kind of worked out perfectly for me. I, I met a lot of my some of my best friends still are um, lived on my freshman year floor. And that doesn't happen for everybody. Yeah. I lucked out there. And then a week later after moving in, I tried out for the baseball team and I made it. And it's the only baseball team on campus. There's no varsity no, no varsity uh, orange. No ACC uh, orange yeah. baseball team. So I am on the you know Syracuse baseball team. That's good enough for me. I, I we're scrappy. We we show up when we can. It's it's pretty casual. We coach ourselves, but we win. We win some games and we beat Penn State uh, a couple times uh, since I in my four years. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, well, I was, couldn't ask for anything else. It was nice to see you today and and meet some of your teammates. Um, but I admire you guys like, you know, you're not on a coach bus and, you you know, you came out here on your own. It's, it's freezing. It was cold, uh, but it was a good game. Five, four, uh, Brockport won today. It was a tight one. Uh, not my best performance at the plate, but that's uh, it is what it is there. 
So again, you also heard what I opening concept about why you still can. Are you starting to feel some of that now, Chris, as you're a senior, uh, kind of the time on your as being a college student is coming to an end? Yeah, it's it's scary. Uh, it's definitely in the back of my mind. I'm not trying to think about it too much now. I know that it's something that, that it does bother me when it does creep in there. Yeah. But uh, I a part of me, I think and I think I'll feel like a little bit more like this in the spring is that. Uh, I'm like almost ready to like start my life and get ready to go. I mean, I've had the best four years of my life and that's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But uh, I I honestly think I lucked out. You know, I, it doesn't it doesn't work out like that for everybody. I know for sure. Um, but it, there does there does come a point when you're just like, OK, I, I guess I could go now. Sure. Now, Chris, education in our family uh, is huge. That's for you. Um, you know, your grandparents uh, on our, our, you know, our side, very, very important education, your mom, uh, your dad, what made you pick Syracuse? Well, it was between, you mentioned Missy, it's between, uh, Sacred Heart and, uh, Syracuse. Okay. I felt at home at both places. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and Missy and I, you know, obviously been like super, super close since birth. Basically. Almost like brother and sister. Yeah. And, uh, so part of me wanted to go and follow Missy there and hang out and, you know, like we always do, but um, I like just found my place walking around campus at Syracuse. You can ask my mom. She's like, you just ditched us on the when we were walking around. And it was like you own the place. And just started walking everywhere by yourself. And I, that's how I knew that that was it. And that's how I knew too. But to be fair, I we sat in a diner that day and I because I had to pick pretty quickly. I had like a limited time to um, to pick based on the, the scholarship that I was given. Mm -hmm. I could have gone to Sacred Heart for, for basically nothing. And I had a not as good deal to go to Syracuse, but it was the better choice by a lot. And I'm glad that I was able to realize that because I was, I was very close to not going and I think I would have regretted it. What's your major again? I'm studying marketing management and television, radio and film. I'm a dual major in uh, the Whitman School of Management and Newhouse School of Communications. Are we going to are we going to feature education, leadership and beyond in, in your in your in your classes here as uh, marketing? Yeah, I, well, I'll be spreading it around for sure. Well, and I did did just hire a, a marketing company to help me with the things that I'm doing. So I might be coming to you, um, you know, uh, when you get graduated here. That'd be great. Chris, what do you think you'll miss most about your time at Syracuse? Um, living the way that I've been living. Um, the lifestyle that you, that, you, that you gain while you're at school is it's very um, – work hard, play hard. That's a little, not unoriginal, but it's, it's true. Like you have to really manage your time, but also you want to have the most fun as possible. Like I, I'm not afraid to, to go out when I probably on a night that maybe I should have gone to the library as long as I make up for it mm -hmm. on the back end. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I'll miss living with the best friends that I've made in my entire life. That's like, I, I luck, like I said, I lucked out. I have a couple different pockets of friends that I've really, been had a real big impact on my life I, I my freshman year friends are still some of the closest friends that I have I have my fraternity that I, I love and what's the name of your fraternity uh Psy Upsilon uh we are the pie chapter Psy Upsilon. Psy Upsilon, yeah uh big white house in the middle of campus it's crazy people are like is that a, is that a fraternity house and I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah. super weird on okay. the, the middle of campus but it's like I'll never get to live like that again I'll never get to you know when, when you're around all these people all the time that's how you really become close with them. Living with somebody like multiple people like that is sure exactly how you sure make those relationships. Chris, you know, one of the things in my role as a high school principal is, is getting our kids uh, college ready and career ready. Um, do you feel that you were 
prepared academically for when you arrived on campus from your time in uh, in Ewing? I'd like to say yes, but part of me is saying not even a little bit. Just in terms of it's it's such a different lifestyle in in high school and the things that you're learning. There's a lot of things that I learned in high school that I, I will never be applicable again. I haven't taken a math class since my freshman year. Yeah. And uh, but like there's things like. I always say that I've missed out on the, the life class. Like, there's no class on life. There's no class on what to do when you go to the bank. There's no class on so, – some people don't even know how to, like, write a letter. And I, I think we're going to get into into that later with, like, my generation. Sure, but, like, sure. I, there's common sense things that people would consider common sense or things that I, I wish that I would have – almost, like, logistical things like time management, yeah, budgeting, financial, like, personal finance, like, managing the money that you're spending at school is the heart one of the hardest things to do uh oftentimes i'm broke and it's like where did this money go oh i spent it on why did i order chinese last night you know and we're so i think things like that would have been helpful you know there's a 50 percent success rate you know kids coming home that go away to college god this wind here let me try to figure out this That's microphone tough. here yeah um but you know, kids, kids not being successful in college, right? You know, so many times, whether it's at my school or you know, schools, the kids go away. It's exciting, it's fun, and then and then they're home right. because they don't do those things. So uh, that is something that's important for a college student. And are you looking for that for real? Like when you leave Syracuse, is that something that you're looking forward to about you know, kind of being on your own and budgeting and and, and learning those things in the, in the real world? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've been trying to do it while I've been at school as well. I want I've been trying to manage my, my finances and my time just because so, I know that when you're working a salary, there's no room for error, really. Yeah. You have you get fired. You know, there's not a fail. Uh, uh, that can happen. Yeah. yeah. There's not a oh, I'll just I'll just do better on the next test. There's I may have to look for a new job. Yeah. So I uh, definitely understand the gravity of that. And I've been trying to like prepare myself with that finding a way in each of my classes to find Ooh. wow this is the wind is really bad. <laughs> the wind is really bad are you cold you want to no i'm, I'm fine actually okay. uh, but just trying to find pick something from each of my classes even no matter if i if it seems irrelevant to try and pick something that could be applicable in any kind of way like yeah. i'm in my capstone class right now and it's basically you're in a business team you have to come up with an idea a original product and uh see it through from idea to launch so and what is your product what do you so what's, your, the, what's your thing you're doing the product that we're going with uh it's taking us a while to think of a, a viable uh idea because my professor is very very critical on the wants you to pick something that really has an impact on like a specific need yeah and um a lot of like people carry around pepper spray on their like keys or yeah. like, backpacks or yeah but it's really clunky and it's really it's a it's it, and it's tucked away it's in your backpack or it's on your keys like it's not available when you would need it so we came up with an idea to put um put it on a bracelet but it already kind of exists there is one on amazon that has the basically just on the wrist and really? it's, it's like yeah. just but it's just like it's an ugly nobody's gonna wear it nobody's gonna buy it and wear it we want to make it like sort of how like fitbits have like those fashionable they're fashionable it's an extension of like your outfit and not that i know much about that but that's why i have teammates to help me figure yeah. that stuff out but okay. we want it like for people to wear so when they're walking home at night that they can feel safe and it works on the bracelet that's instead cool. of having it how about the cell phone too maybe on the cell phone uh, case yeah yeah you know for sure we'll get in on that i'll collaborate <laughs> with you <laughs> we'll market that 
Um, Chris, you know, you mentioned your major and what you're doing. You know, if you had a magic wand and you were able to kind of wherever, you know, wherever I can go, you know, where, where would you want to land when you graduate? Well, you know me. I've, I've, I'm a big movie guy. I'm This film major of mine is something I really take super seriously. I really want to go into uh, development on films. I want to work with a development executive and eventually become a producer, see a, see a script from idea to through production to getting the financing to post-production to the premiere. I want to, I want to see it, see it all. Yeah. That's what uh, I hope to one day either be working in the marketing department for a studio, which is another thing. Uh, it's one way to go into it. And then hopefully be able to pick the projects that I want to work on, get to a point where in the industry where I can like, look for projects and, have things in development and see them through to creation. I think like that's the coolest thing. If I could say to my my dad one day or you or whoever, like my family would be like, don't tell anybody, but I'm working on this movie right now yeah. and it's going to be crazy. Star Wars 12. Yeah. Chris, so it's October of your senior year in college, um, you know, a year from now, you know, 16 months from now, 18 months from now. How, how, what is your plan to make that happen? Uh, to get a job, hopefully. Yeah, in in uh, that I, industry. Ideally, I want to try and get a job, hopefully, before graduation. That way, I have, something, I, I have an agenda and I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. But I know that that's not often the reality, especially in the communications and television field. It's really like, based, it's really based on need. We might blow away here. Hold on. Oh, my God. We should have done this in the dugout. Yeah. We're out on the uh, infield, and I think uh, the next hurricane is coming up here. Is this what they? This is the lake effect. Uh, yeah, I think so. We're right off Lake Ontario, uh, but yet if you look at the flag over there, it's hardly uh, it's hardly moving. Well, we can't really move this now. We're gonna stick with it and, and keep rolling as our theme last year. Uh, so I'm sorry, you were saying. So well, how do you? It's, uh, it's it's getting a job in this in that industry and missy's seeing that now it's it's really tough because it's all based on need any kind of media job is very need based like you have to start at like a lower level you have to start like kind of if i'm uh, for me if i'm either going to start as a marketing associate which is like basically a step up from an intern yeah or a uh, development assistant which is me doing all the the nitty-gritty like getting coffee and you know scheduling and yeah things like reading scripts and writing coverage and things like that it's very low level stuff but once you like you're there for a while for a little while and you prove yourself and then that's when you get promoted and be able to handle your own projects and 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 chris how much is of your social media uh tactics and your skill on social media like if they see chris carbonero is a whiz at this and he's making cool stuff and putting out cool posts is that something that can Elevate you? Uh, definitely. I mean, social media is a very, very important thing, and I'm sure you're seeing that now. I am. Your own yeah. Podcasts and things. I for the, the my internship this summer, one of the jobs that I, I one of the things I completed actually was a content calendar for um for the company to start using social media more actively because I didn't have too much of a presence on social media. So I got to actually see like as I you know went back to school, I got to see the tweets that I wrote, yeah. you know, going out and the yeah. Instagram posts. But it's definitely really important. It's a it's a big credibility thing. If you have a interactive and well thought out and um, like developed social media presence, if you're posting content regularly and it's professional looking and it's 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 got some kind of style, then it's it's very credible, especially for a business. Yeah. Um, 
I think that businesses definitely look at that. And if you could look, there's a tons of examples of companies that do it so well. Like Starbucks is one of the best mm-hmm. that I've seen. Um, Netflix is very good. Netflix a lot, a lot very of the good. a lot of yeah. the baseball teams, also a lot of the yeah. MLB teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you and sports teams in general have done a, an amazing job, like transitioning to that because it's so important. I could I could tell you that I get most of my sports highlights from Instagram yeah. alone because the MLB account posts everything that I need to see. And Chris, you know, with with the with the innovation of cell phones and 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 all that kind of stuff. Did you learn early on, like as a freshman in college, a senior in high school, like I better not put dumb, crazy, wild college stuff on this because it, it won't, it doesn't go away. And like you're trying to get a job six years later, and they're pulling up. I mean, look at this thing that happened with Kavanaugh and, right. and all of this right. kind of stuff. Is that something you learned early on? Like, uh, well, it's really coming to light now, um, for sure. I don't know if you heard about James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, was fired from guardians of the galaxy 3 because wow, uh, i did not tweets that he um had already like apologized for they were uh jokes that he had made very poor taste jokes yeah, yeah. um and they were offensive and whatever but they were from like six years ago from like 2011 and um he still had he got fired because some somebody brought it to light again sure, and sure. disney's like their hands are tied you know what i mean so it's super super important to be clean on social media just so that that kind of thing doesn't happen because anything could be taken out of context. It's not in, in this kind of climate. There's nothing really you can do about that. You just have to be smart um, about what you say. Yeah. It's always out there, like you said. But there's also certain things like in in a less serious sense, there's, there's certain practices that you adopt. Uh, like I, I've grown like my generation has pretty much grown up with this stuff. And there's certain things that you don't post on Instagram just because you're not going to get that many likes. And that's sure. like at the, the lowest level of importance but that's like a thing that people actually worry about you know if you post at a certain time if you post a certain kind of picture it's got a filter it's like stupid things like that but those are things that like my generation and kids my age will like adopt to do and like if you're having a party at that frat house in syracuse is that is there like you know we, we have strict like yeah, no like social the, media policy because anything don't can be, be taken filming out of, that posting yeah. that right because like, anything, anything can be taken out of context sure sure yeah, you're trying to go for a job interview a year from now, and they're pulling up a video from uh, right. the frat house. That's not that's not good. That's not fair. And so, is that something that you do? They they don't let people we harp take on their phones it. out. We harp or? on it every every chapter meeting that we have. Like, please just stay off social media when you're in the house because yeah. you never know. Yeah, and it's not that we're doing anything bad. It's just that you don't want that out there because yeah. it's uh, it could be taken as stupidity and unprofessionalism when you're looking for a job and things like that and you don't want and and it could get you in trouble with the university especially if you're doing something that it may they their policy is if it looks like a party if it smells like a party if like if it looks like a duck it quacks like a duck then it's probably, probably a party <laughs> yeah so that's that's pretty much the university policy in that in that realm so we just try to be careful with that stuff it's not like like I said, it's nothing, not that we're doing anything wrong. It's just sure. that being college kids, being college kids. I get it. Along those lines, Chris, uh, it's October 2018. Your 21st birthday is coming up next week. Next week. Uh, you know, the theme again, while you still can, uh, you know, you're turning 21. What does that mean for you? Take out oh, alcohol. I'm legal. This and that. Take take that out of it, right? Because that's stereotypical. What what does it mean to you though as you're turning twenty one? I go back to the whole thing where it's like almost getting your life started. Not that I haven't been living up to this point, obviously, but uh, I feel like I'm fully an adult yeah. when you're twenty one. And it's been it's a little bit weird for me because I'm 
the youngest of all my friends and the last one. Uh, so when I go home and I see all my friends from my in Ewing, well, finally I'll be able to go out and hang out at the bar or whatever. But yeah. I, uh, even here, it's tough to, because like yeah, everybody's gone when there's not anything to do. People, that's where people are gonna go, and I'm just sure. like, oh, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's uh, that's been tough. But it, it really, it really is like a get, getting your life started thing. I feel like that's a thing that people do. It's just a casual thing, like, oh, we're gonna go get drinks after work. You know what I mean? I, I'm so ready for like to meet like my friends after work. Like if I'm just like working in the city or wherever, you know, have that option. It's it's all about having that option. It's the ease of things. And- sure, sure. And that's coming up here soon. And we're happy to uh, take you out to eat today. Uh, no drinks for you. Oh my God, this microphone. We should have done this in the dugout in hindsight, but it wasn't this windy when we started. No, it wasn't. And it wasn't this windy when you were playing. Well, hopefully it doesn't come out so bad. Along those lines, Chris, I was going to ask you about millennials, but my first question is, is your generation, are you considered a millennial? Are you on the tail end of that? I, every time I Google it, it, I get a different answer. I always, It always comes up because we ne- never, nobody really knows the, yeah. the distinction. It changes from perspective to perspective. And sure. I think that I'm like right on the cusp of could go either way. Sure. Um, What's not, the next one called? Is there a name yet for uh, the next Gen Z? I think it's called Generation I have, Z. I, I that's that's that. um, that's Matthew and Claire, and those talk about Claire's first cell phone is an that's iPhone right. success. That's right. And my first cell phone was a purple <laughs> flip phone. <laughs> well, when they you know talking about that, whatever they call you, Gen Z, Millennial, you know, you hear a lot of negative stuff. You know, you hear just about social media. You hear that kind of stuff. You know, for someone who's living it, what do you respond with? What do you say? Um, I think it gets a. I think they get a bad rap. Oh, you, oh, millennials. Oh, you know, like uh, you see now, even like in commercials, there's like a WB Mason campaign. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with millennials at work, and it's like (laughs) it's supposed to be funny, but like it is like always attached to the phone, always online. Yeah, that's true, but that's just the way it is now. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, adults in your generation that act as millennials. My, I would say my mom is one of them. My mom has more followers on Twitter than me and most of my friends combined. She's got almost two thousand followers. On Susie Twitter. Prof. <laughs> if you're following, along. shameless plug right there. <laughs> shameless but, plug for mom. But uh, she, you like, hear that mom extra meatballs at, uh, <laughs> at dinner when he comes home. Uh, but not yet. She like is like one of those people that uses social media like a millennial would sure and that's like just a normal practice now so regardless of always being attached to the phone or not uh we're not the only ones that are doing it sure sure and i also don't think it's always a bad thing yes when you get to things like serious things like distracted driving and texting driving but actually being there present while you're hanging out with your family and friends and things i have an issue with like uh, when people are doing stuff, like having fun or whatever, the first instinct is to pull out your phone and take a Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I'm not somebody that posts a lot of Snapchat stories or anything. I will when it, when there's a when I feel like it, but it's not as often as a lot of people. Like a lot of people, that that's their first instinct, and it's always out, and you always see it. And that's why it's such a problem. Like we were talking about earlier, that people like to, we have to say to stay off. Sure. Cause it's just like a first instinct and that's where I think it gets a little annoying yeah. um, on the millennial end of things. But there's a lot of adults that definitely do it. Yeah. 
just sometimes worse. And it's, uh, you know, we we know you. Again, Chris is my nephew. This is Chris Carbonero, Syracuse senior. I mean, my kids are here. They were so excited to see you, Chris, and they've bonded with you over the years uh, because you you because are invested favorite. in them. <laughs> Fave, uh, you are invested in them, and you do spend time with them, and you do engage with them. And, um, you know, we don't see that stuff you talked about as a negative. I mean, that's, like you said, something you grew up with. But my kids, you know, just can't wait to go to dinner with you and, and so happy to oh, come up here with you. Uh, and we're balancing this now with them, with their gadgets and their stuff. They're in the car warming up. I'm sure they're on their, their Kindles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm excited for you. I'm excited, uh, you know, for your graduation coming up here and, and, and looking forward to seeing you and, and, and our niece and your cousin, uh, Melissa uh, O'Rourke you know, kind of jump into this workforce and, and, and what can you do with that college education? Because now we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, should kids, some kids go to college, right? If they want to go into business, should they just go right into business and learn the hard way? Um, so there's a, there's a balance there. Cause some people say entrepreneurs and business and marketing, just get to it. Yeah. You know, it all depends. Uh, a lot of times you can't even get your foot in the door without, that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it, it really is just that piece of paper. Sometimes I've, I've heard friends like I've graduated already are like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't learn anything. I'm learning everything that I need to know from my job now. Yeah. That I, none of these, the things that I did in school really did anything. And I, I see that too. I've, I've, I feel like I've learned a lot more from my internships that I've had that I've sought out myself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. gone to get and learned on the go more so than I have in like a 300 level marketing class, you know, um, but that's just because it's all for like a test. You're all like studying for a test and then it's gone. You know, it's all the same information that you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. But am I going to remember the difference between like a really fluffed up term of this thing that I do every day or that normal like consumers do every day? Or am I going to remember me how I, I can explain it because I did it? You know, I, I analyzed it. And I did it like for a real company or a mistake. Or a mistake. You're, you're doing the marketing for the, the minor league uh, hockey team and, right. you, and you mess up a highlight or you 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 do something wrong. Right. There's the school There's of hard knocks. Yeah. 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 I, I think that that's where you learn a lot. And um, I don't know. I think that I think if you're going to go into uh, entrepreneurialism is very like if you have a great idea, you can go for it and nobody's going to tell you that you can't. Yeah. But at the same time, you do kind of sometimes need that piece of paper. And is that fair? No. And a lot of times, but there's also a lot of people don't have that, those, the same opportunities. I'm very grateful that I was able to go to Syracuse and had I, had I not had the money that I was given to go, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, goes back to your family and the commitment of your family to, to make this happen. And, and when you have your own family, you'll be you'll be sharing those lessons also. Chris, I know Syracuse has a huge alumni uh, base, you know, and, and hopefully someone from Syracuse is going to watch this, whether it's Mike Tarico, whoever it is, we're going to give you an opportunity. What is your social media? If people can want to connect with you, if somebody's watching this and, and is going to give a young uh, a Syracuse grad an opportunity how, how can people connect with you uh you can follow me on twitter uh at carbs underscore uh c-a-r-b-s is that like a, a dieting thing what is it no, no. Uh, i've been <laughs> i've been called carbs or chris carbs or just my last name since t-ball yeah. and it's followed me everywhere uh, it's like my close friends will call me chris but like well 
my close friends also call me carbs. It's weird. Like it's we heard them today. Your teammates, carbs. different pockets of friends will call me carbs depending on who you talk to, and um, it's followed me literally everywhere. Every baseball team I've been on, every school I've gone to, there's gluten free, and then there's carbs. Complex or Chris, say carbs. it again. Your social media? Uh, Twitter is uh, at carbs. Okay. C a r b s underscore. And then uh, Instagram or anywhere else there? Uh, Instagram is underscore carbs, C-A-R-B-S underscore. All right. Well, if you're one of those Syracuse alums or you're someone in that marketing field, the film, and you're watching this and uh, this gets to you, uh, let's give Chris a shot here and and get him out uh, and and get him working and uh, he'll do a good job for you. Chris, I know I'm freezing. I can see you shaking a little bit. Let's let's do our rapid fire and then we'll go have a hot meal together. Sounds good. All right. You ready? Yes. This is a rapid fire. This trips up a lot of our guests here. So we're going to get you uh, uh, through this. Last book you read? Uh, I'm reading right now Ready Player One, if that counts, okay. by Ernest Cline, which just, just became a movie by Steven Spielberg. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I heard of that. Okay. It's very good. So uh, well, and I know you are Captain Movie. Last movie you saw? Uh, I haven't been in a, a while. but Studying? I, yeah. I saw, I would go solo, Star Wars Story, the the Han Solo spinoff movie. In all of the Star Wars, is it in the upper echelon of the Star Wars, mid or the lower? I'm going to go lower. Ooh. Yeah. It's good. It is good, though. We're seeing. But it's uh, not my favorite. Okay. That's your fave. Uh, if we scroll through your iPhone, what type of music? Who's your favorite artist? What kind of music would we see? Uh, I like to make a different playlist every couple months. Missy and I actually do that. And we'll, we'll share them together. But Keep a lot moving. of like electronic like dance music pretty casual though in that and uh but in the summer i like to listen to like country music uh the most common thing that i listen to is classic rock all the oldies and nice that stuff 80s rock oh yeah yeah bring it back best thing about being a student at syracuse the people the people i love the people at uh, at syracuse i've made like i said some of the best friends i've ever had and probably ever will have and i plan on living with them after school and keeping in contact and like that's my life what percentage of clothes of yours are orange? Most of. A lot. I would go 50%. Oh, man. Worst thing about being a student at Syracuse? Oh, the snow is so bad. There, we had our Lake first, effect. We had our, uh, the first snow day in 11 years last spring. And it was it was the best day ever. It was a, it was a great snow day. But we it's, it's brutal. I trudged to class in those boots. Something that motivates you is? Um, my family. I, I want to be a role model for my family. The, your kids, yeah. my little cousins. Yeah. Uh, I try to have a good presence so that people can look up to me in that respect. Chris has always made uh, time and effort to spend time with his uh, uh, cousins, and uh, we appreciate it. He's one of the big cousins, one of the big four out there. Yeah. We, got, we got the the little three here, but you got the big four. Um Three most important qualities of a successful college student. Uh, resourceful, uh, resilient, and motivated. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You got to be motivated to be successful. If you can't get up in the morning, you're not going to the library until 1 o'clock. Three words you would use to describe the dome. Uh, loud. Uh, sweaty <laughs> and uh, 
Unreal. It's it's one of the coolest atmospheres. It gets hot in there. It huh? really does, yeah. Hotter for basketball or hotter for football? Football, just because of the weather outside. It's, it's hotter inside the dome than it is outside. And there's more people. It. And there's more people. Yeah. How many does it hold for football? I don't know, but they, they do the whole yeah. the whole yeah. dome is obviously open for that. And basketball, they do half. Yeah, yeah. Most famous uh, Syracuse athlete. I know you're a newer with the, you know, you're only a few years in, but in your opinion, the most famous Syracuse athlete? Uh, Ernie Davis. He was probably he was the only one to win the Heisman. Oh, um, football. football. You're, going, you're going football. I'm going football. But yeah. uh, in recent memory, there was uh, Michael. Be- when, when my freshman year, when we went to the Final Four, there was that team was that was the best year of basketball I've ever watched. Like I said, locked out my freshman year. Final Four, one of the Final Four. Uh, Malachi Richardson was from Trenton, uh, so I got to see him in high school play for Trenton Catholic, and then go to Syracuse to watch him play for Syracuse. So I was always rooting for him. And uh, Michael Benajay from Richmond, Kyle's favorite player, actually. There you go. Um, yeah. Kyle getting a shout out here on the and program. Uh, had that little rivalry freshman year. So those those two guys, I'll remember them probably the most from ACC or Big East. ACC. Yeah. Best conference in sports. Grammy. College sports. You, you, you were there the days of the Big East. Um, Chris, I've met a couple of your girlfriends over the years. Not too many, but. You know, I know you're a family man and, you know, so what would you say the qualities you are looking for in a future wife? Oof. Oof. That's a tough one. Uh, somebody that can keep up with my, uh, we'll go with nerdiness and quips in terms of movie quotes that I just drop on a daily, me being weird or whatever, but um, they can, they got to like be able to play ball. They can keep up with me. Um, but also like put me in my place if I need to, mm-hmm. I, I can, sometimes I, I know myself and sometimes I can be, uh, annoying and not annoying. We'll, we'll go with, um, a lot to handle at times. Yes. So, Strong women. If yeah. you're listening out there, uh, but yes, uh, I am very fortunate to have a wife uh, who's very strong uh, herself. You need that. Um, if you can only have one social media app. You know which one would you which one would you have? Uh, probably Instagram because of the uh, it's obviously pictures and videos and I'd rather see something than write something. Yeah. And uh, like I said, movie TV guy. But uh, can you let me ask you a business? I've can you not do an Instagram post from a laptop? It has to be on your phone. Uh, you can. The website for Instagram isn't as yeah. fluid as the, yeah. the app. Okay. Um, I'm new to Instagram. I'm getting on there. I'm starting. I know we're following each other. Yep. So uh, a short-term goal, three to five months. It's going to be a quick three to five months three for five you. months. Uh, have an interview. Have a job interview for a couple of them. You're hearing that, everyone? Let's get them an interview. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's probably the biggest goal. Uh, pass my capstone class. I would like to see that product. Yeah, I, I'd too. like to get it for my daughters. Definitely. You know, yeah, they're not allowed to have it at school, but I need her to have it. It's something. important. It's definitely important. You have to be able to feel safe walking, walking home at night. Long-term goal: five to seven years. Uh, working for somebody that I enjoy working for on projects that I enjoy working for. I feel like I've worked hard enough and studied hard enough, um, and have a good enough knowledge of the what I want to do to be able to do that. And hopefully, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to be humble here, and hopefully, I, I have done that enough yeah. to do that. But I, I really do hope that I, I'm at a job that I really enjoy, living with the people that I, I want to live with, 
and uh, like surrounding myself with the people that I care about, um, and like finding my place in you know the work like yeah. the workforce. You got to find your passion, uh, Chris, and you and you dive in. So yeah, that's a good good goal to have something you're passionate about and that you want to be good at and, and, and dive right in. Uh, you gave me a quote here that you liked. Uh, I think it was from The Rock. It was from The Rock. My, Dwayne Johnson. I, I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He, is, he you can, is the man. You can read it there. You you, you busted that out. His quote is, uh, be humble, be hungry, and be the hardest worker in the room. And uh, he always – he's a great follow on Instagram, by the way. You should definitely follow him. Plug in the Maybe Rock Dwayne right should follow me. How about that? He uh, very very uh, inspirational. Always posts a lot of motivation yeah. stuff, um, yeah. and he drops this quote. I like it weekly. I like it. Well, we're hungry uh, because you've been playing baseball all oh, yeah. morning here, and we're freezing. Uh, but be humble, be hungry, and be the hardest worker in the room. I like that. Uh, and this is the book you recommended uh, by Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, yeah. I, I think the he life, may have the, another The book. Life You Imagine? Yeah, The Life You Imagine, okay. yeah, uh, by Derek Jeter. It's, he wrote it at the beginning of his career uh, with Jack Curry um, from the Yes Network. And um, it, it basically him recounting his struggles and uh, his life leading into the majors. And talks about even like past relationships um, that he had, like staying out of uh, out of trouble yeah. while being in the limelight, yeah. uh, working hard, being living and moving to Tampa so that he could be the first person in the training facility the day after the la- uh, game 162. He could be the first person in the training facility in Tampa, wow. and wow. Uh, he's the best baseball player I've seen grow up with. He was best, like he was a role model to me, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Um, growing up because I got to watch him from basically from birth. Uh, so it's, it's just cool to see, like, he's a human being and his struggles, like, going uh, playing in rookie ball and like, single A and failing, you know. But it's uh, it's a really good story, uh, and he writes it well with, with Jack. Well, if you're, if you're reading that, Chris, and trying to do some of the things Jeter uh, did, you know, in terms of holding yourself to a high standard, being a good person, being good at your job, uh, I wish you the best. So, uh, Chris Carbonero, everyone, uh, wishing him the best at Syracuse. Uh, Chris, I appreciate you coming on here. Thank I, I kind of threw it here in the last minute, so, but you said, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go enjoy uh, possibilities in Syracuse yep. tonight. I yep. uh, want to give a shout out to your mom, um, Suzanne Carbonaro. She did run the Chicago, Chicago Marathon, Marathon today. today. Yeah. I just got a text here from her, so she must be done. Yep. Uh, Susie Prof, congratulations. And uh, certainly Chris's uh, uh, grandma, uh, Dory, my mom. And uh, I know our family's tuning in. So proud of this young man. Uh, again, if you have a lead for Chris uh, in that field of, of marketing and uh, uh, film and, and production, uh, let's get him. And uh, if you're a Syracuse alum, let's help this young man out. And looking forward to your graduation and uh, the holidays coming here. So uh, thanks for coming on, Chris. Thank you for having me. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to cue this uh, song up here again, and we'll end the show while you still can. So Chris, um, let's get this playing here. Let's get the volume going. There we go. Back here. Um, you know, Chris, you know, you're coming upon, uh, you know, graduation and uh, it's loud, huh? I got to work on this. There we go. A little background music. I don't know why it's so loud. We're going to sign off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. Uh, I wish you the best of luck uh, coming up here in your senior year. Thank you so much.
We're signing off, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Andrew Murata, uh, at Andrew Murata 21 on Twitter. Uh, this is Why You Still Can by Brothers Osborne.